Welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast. My name is Patch, and back in January 2020, we had uh, an episode featuring Ian Aitchison from Longwell Records. That was episode 94. Uh, I think we're up to episode 165, 166, so uh, we're, we're, we're trapping on. But um, Ian's back, um, and we're going to talk to Ian about some updates on Longwell Records, the record store that he runs in Kentsham. Um, and also, we're going to talk about a recent TV appearance. But before we come on to that, I'll welcome Ian onto the podcast. Ian, how are you, sir? Woo! Yeah, glad to be back, mate. And uh, I, I recall with such fondness that that um that evening with uh me you and rich and uh an oldie and uh, another ian actually who's yeah. stood in as well that was a great night it was a really great enjoyed night. it yeah and do you know what stuck out for me on that podcast well veiners rich's <laughs> squeaky chair oh yeah we got rid of that <laughs> that went out as soon as rich left the left the shop we were like nah, that's gotta go i find to do another podcast i'm not having a squeaky chair Absolutely. No, no, it was brilliant. And uh, I got to say, mate, that in all seriousness, you and your Twitter feed with the dancing really entertained me throughout COVID. So uh, a big thank you to you for that. You oh. should definitely enter some sort of dance comp. Well, the thing is, Patch, I think all that COVID dancing has done me in because I can't. I mean, I'd play football seven aside on a Monday and I had to bang it on the head for a bit because I've got a bit of a knee problem. But oh, no. the top part, I can still do the, you know. Yeah, the body popping. Is that what it's called? Yeah, but I need to I need to get a bit of physio done on the old knee because, like, in all seriousness, that dancing, you know, I know it's showing off and messing about, but that's me all over. You know what I'm like. And it is genuinely good for you dancing, Patch, isn't it? It's just, it makes you feel really good about yourself. You know, you get a bit of a sweat on, your heart rate's going. Mm. And then, you know, it's brilliant. It, and, that, it's, and if you're me, and if you're me, it looks good. It does, mate. Honestly, <laughs> no, no blowing smoke, but I was genuinely entertained by it. Um, and if you want some physio, Hanum Physio, who's been on the podcast, uh, Tomo, okay. get over yeah, and yeah. see, get over and see him. Um, so we, we, as I say, I had you on the podcast back in January 2020. And since then, you've, um, You've got a new store down in Wapping Wharf. How did that come about and what's the story? Well, it's um, basically based in Cargo 2, which is uh, Wapping Wharf's sort of new bit now, literally right behind the M shed. And uh, I wanted to sort of get a little shop or a little pop-up in Bristol for a long time patch, you know what I mean? And um, I'd asked previously about trying to get in there and it didn't really work out. But I just asked this, um, just in passing, I sent someone a message on on Twitter or something. And then before you know it, I was having an interview and then I was given the keys. Wow. But it's brilliant. It's it's all independence down there and it is mainly food orientated. But what they they really wanted us down there, because obviously we've got a bit of a reputation and, you know, we do things properly, as you know. And, uh, you know, it's really good. It, it's a great, great place to have a shop. It's I've got to, I've got to be really clear here, though. It's probably not going to be forever. Um, and Kingsham is my number one. It's made me realise how much I love that shop in Kingsham and how much it's supported by people as well. Like, you know, uh, it, the Bristol shop is amazing. I've met so many new people and new musicians and stuff like that. But a lot of it is tourists. So I was going to say, I, I, 
I can only imagine you get a lot of people sort of just wandering in and wandering straight back out again and you haven't even yeah. got time to sort of interact with them. But, you know, it, it's increased your footprint. It's increased the visibility of the brand. Um, and on the brand, your your T-shirts, um, I, I see them quite literally everywhere. So they're, <laughs> they're, go, they're going down really well. And that, that new design that you've got, I think it's, uh, is it with Inky? Uh, yeah, with the, the collab we did. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, absolutely fantastic. And is that is that still going strong? Yeah, we've done another press with that because when it first came out, we did it in a for a few colorways. Inky, for people who don't know, is like he was called Banks's right hand man by the Guardian. Obviously, we know him in Bristol as one of our favorite artists. Well, he is for me. I don't know if he is for you and others, but he's he agreed to doing a, a collab with us because I thought. You know, you know me. We're we love Bristol, me and you, don't we? Do you know what I mean they're not? You know, we're so you get it. Mm. You know, anything sort of related to Bristol is is pretty good, unless they're wrong ones, and he's not. So there you go. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so want got, to do a collab of any wrong ones. I've got a bit of um, I've got a bit of a ponchon at the moment for baseball caps. Um, so oh, yeah. we've had we've had OR on the on the show. We've had Kosin on the show, amongst others, with their baseball caps. So, question is, when's the uh, when's the baseball cap coming out? Well, another shop close to where we are called Friendly Records. They put they did a really really nice corduroy sort of hipster esque sort of baseball cap and i really wanted that but i would never want to be accused of copying Got so it. the baseball cap is probably on the back burner for a bit sure. we have done bobble hats which are not quite your thing I, no. I don't know if i can imagine you in a bobble hat <laughs> I'll, I'll wear one just for you if you need me to would you <laughs> all right no i um there's a it's lot not of... quite remember i remember those bristol city hen hats they used to get yeah, yeah the, square the, ones. Yeah. Ski hats, you mean? Ski hats. Yeah, I think I called them hen hats because they used to go yeah. on my mum's chicken. She had a chick a, a, a glass chicken in her in her kitchen. But yeah. um yeah, yeah no, that's it's... what's called like a private that's a private joke. I don't know if you get that. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, love it. Oh mate. So um yeah, glad to hear that's going well. And and I uh, you know, I've it's seen good. you when I used to work when I used to work in the in the city center. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm still there now and again in the in this new world. But um, I'd often see you walking walking around, walking the dog, and I guess that's where your love for sort of I'm, I'm wanting to get a store down in Wapping Wharf came from. I guess it is, and you know, I always felt a bit like I was missing out, Patch. And as you know, I love Canesham and all the relationships and friendships I built out there. But being a like a true Bristolian, I wanted to be in the heart of it. And I felt like I was missing out a bit. Mm. And, you know, my dream came true. And like I said, it's, it's very difficult having two shops, though. I've got to be honest. Yeah, it's, it is, um, you know, I'm such an unmanageable sort of person at the best of times. So <laughs> running one shop is quite difficult. But it's all about the people you've got around you. Yeah. Um, I've got such a great team. You know, me, there's no hierarchy, nothing like that. We're all, you know... Mm. You want to take the mic out of someone, you do it, and blah blah blah. You, well, you know how it is. You've been in the <laughs> shop, so it's no, you know it's, it's 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 still work in progress, but getting some good feedback. And like I said, networking with the right people, as in people who love record shops and love Bristol and love the Bristol music scene, which has been amazing. So I'm going to segue into a recommendation here because it's mm-hmm. a circles around a record shop, um, and it's searching for Sugarman. Um, oh, yeah. or searching for sugar man i should say and it's on amazon prime at the moment so today is the 16th of november i think it's on there for about eight more days so um, yeah. please do have a look at that because it's mm. an amazing story and i won't give any spoilers but it no. centers around um, a record shop 
and a passion for a particular artist in a country, not the country where this person is from. But yeah. you have to watch it because the music's good. And also it's an amazing story, genuinely amazing story. Ian, are you familiar with the story? I, I am purely because when I first opened the shop, um, uh, a guy who used to come in, uh, that came to the shop quite a lot in the beginning, a guy called Mike Salter, who's an author, and he wrote a book about sort of mods. It was called Punks, Mods and Rock. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, scooter, about Scooter Boys and stuff like that. And he kept telling me about this guy and the story, which I won't talk about too much because we want people to watch it. But I still haven't got around to watch it. So now, to, today, <laughs> I'm working from home, and I'm going to do a little bit, and I'm going to look at the telly, and, and I'm going to yeah. watch it. Because funnily enough, I had these um, three uh, students who came in the shop on Sunday. This is weird, isn't it? And who were sent sent to the shop by none other than Daddy G from Massive Attack. Like what a recommendation that is. Amazing. Do you know what I mean? It's just amazing. That's what I mean. Bristol people are wicked to other Bristolians who know we're doing a good thing. And they and then they started talking about what that film, what you were mm. talking about. And I thought, well, this has got to be, this is two people now telling me to watch this film because they know I love it. So I'm going to take your advice and get me, get me goggles on and watch it. Absolutely. And we've yeah. had the soundtrack. We've actually had the soundtrack in the show. I'm sure we have. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you wonder, once you've watched it, you'll understand this, but it makes you wonder how many other stories there are like that out there, because there must be. Um, but so let's move on. Whilst we're on the subject of TV, um, so Ian Aitchison was in BBC's The Outlaws. Now, we when we came into the Longwell Record Store in Kingsham, there is a picture of you with Stephen Merchant. Uh, and from memory, you're back to back and you've got about 20 hats on to be the same height as him. <laughs> uh, so you and you and Stephen Merchant um, go back. And uh, I guess that's roundabout how this came about. So just talk us through it. Dream come true sort of stuff here, Patch, really. And... You know, I'd never pretend that I'm big mates with Steve. I'm more of his mate than he is with me, if you know what I mean. I'm more of a stalker. So, but the, basically the, the the deal is he went to school with uh, my brother-in-law, my dear brother-in-law, Phil, who, who introduced me to his circle of friends and Steve was in that and then we all hit it off. And uh, as you know, I love comedy and movies and all that sort of stuff. So I was always keeping in contact with him. And in the beginning, when I first met him, probably, I don't know, 20 years ago, I said, Steve, if you ever think of any roles for me, give us a shout. Like, never believing it would happen because, you know, I'm a failed actor, you know, a failed extra actor. And um, basically, two years ago, I'm just about to go in the mud dock with my youngest, you know, having a sort of nice jolly up. And I got a message on Instagram said, all right, E, do you fancy going for one of my parts in the, my new programme? And I was like, my heart was racing. My heart, <laughs> I thought, he's going to give me this big part you know, and it's, it's all going to be about me, in it? Because he knows that I was a drug worker and I used to work probation. I used to work with his mum and dad and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it wasn't quite a big part. But it's still an amazing part. But the first, this, I haven't told anyone yet in any interviews yet, but the first part he asked me to go for, you'd be surprised about this, was the, the part of the seedy-looking guy. <laughs> who was a, a sex shop owner, which is in episode six. and. Um, so I had to do like this video cast for it. So I got my mate Phil, set the video up in the shop and I had to do like four different versions. And um, I thought it went quite well for so I'm not a trained actor. I'm not an actor. You know, I'm, at, I'm always poncing around and I like, people say he is a, a bit of an actor. And um, and I just did it. And it came from my heart and, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
And uh, I didn't get that part, but he then asked me to go for this other part uh, uh, as a pub landlord. And I don't know if you've seen it yet. I have. But in that episode, yeah. But have you seen the whole episode? Because I haven't seen it. Well, you'll be you'll be uh, familiar with the, the CD guy then. It was a sex shop. Owner. I am. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So basically, that I was a little bit upset at first, and I thought, oh, that's a shame because I wouldn't get to act with Steve because it was obviously interacting with Steve and all that, and he's I see him as a dear friend. And then I saw who actually I was going to be acting with, and then my head almost blew up. <laughs> which is Christopher Walken. And, um, yeah, so I've got this scene, as you know, because you've seen it, with Christopher Walken. Very short, blink and you'll miss it. But nevertheless, it was an amazing, amazing experience, Patch. It was, I'm so grateful to Steve and, you know, for letting me do that. Hey, I, I, it's not a blink and you miss it. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it could be one of those ones where, you know, I don't, I don't, if you watch Gavin and Stacey where, where Mick gets everyone round the house to watch his appearance on TV and it's yeah. like three <laughs> seconds long and then everyone just turns yeah. around and goes, is that it? Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it's certainly, it's certainly better, better than, uh, than that. So congratulations, mate. And oh, you've got, cheers. you've got, you've got lines as well. You've got, um, you know, there's a bit of acting in there. It's, and with, with Christopher Walken, who is an A-lister, from Hollywood, you know, as your sort of TV debut, if you like, is yeah. quite quite incredible, mate. So uh, amazing. Oh, thank you, mate. No, it was it was an amazing, and it's funny because when I was giving me line, I, I had the whole script for two years, the whole script wow. on my computer. Can you imagine? Very trusted. You know how much of a big, you know, much of a big mag I am, <laughs> you know. And um, it was watermarked all the way through E and H. So I'm going to get it printed off at the end, and I'm going to have that all around my wallpaper. I mean? Have it as wallpaper. Yeah. yeah, why not? But going back to that very quickly, is that whole scene basically is about me trying to stop Christopher Walken having a shit, isn't it? Basically, if you look at it, because he goes in, he's looking for a bog. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all, it's, I hope I'm allowed to swear. Sorry if I offended anyone. There. That's all right, mate. <laughs> so basically, he's looking for a. A, a toilet, isn't it? And it's a typical British thing, isn't it? No, you can't use our toilet unless you buy some up, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was that's a brilliant little sketch, though, isn't it? Really, it's you brilliant. know, it was. And was that was that a, a one take wonder for you? We did about uh, six different versions, right? Because that was actually his first day proper filming. I oh, was wow. like more or less, yeah. He comes in, and I thought, oh my god, I can't believe it. He had a, you know, the clear visors that go, you know, he had it upside down and it was going around his chest. And seriously, it was at an angle like that. And like the angle was, was very, very so pointless. odd. Pointless. I thought, what's he doing? He ain't going to do nothing, is it? <laughs> but it was purely. So this know, was at the height of COVID, probably, wasn't it? It was April this year, April the 1st. Right. Ironically. Okay. But another little, little nugget from that time. And they treated us, they treated me so well on that set. At the end, Patch, it's weird. Every, Steve comes on because he was directing it. He had to tell me to stop being so aggressive with Chris Walken, actually. That was one of his, because he's kind of, I'm like that. And um, so at the end, it's all done. It's a wrap. There's a wrap. Welcome, thank big thank you to Carrie and Ian. Everyone's clapping. I thought, who's Carrie and Ian? I thought they were clapping. They were clapping for me. I couldn't believe it because I was actually, I thought I was just like an extra, but I was an artist. Well, you've got a speaking part. That's that's half yeah, the battle, isn't it? It was weird. It was very weird. But you know, but one of the other amazing things that happened that day is I get into the I have my own trailer, by the way. 
with the landlord written. I know it's unbelievable. It was just like a caravan, but go out, do me makeup. There's a queue of the extras. And I'm like, for, oh, it's mad. Anyway, so I got into the, the taxi and he was in there with me. He's doing the scene. Kerry Howard. Why? The Russell Howard's um, sister, who's a comedian, who I absolutely love. I don't know if you've seen Witless, that comedy she was in on BBC Three. Yes. Follow her on Instagram. Oh, it's, I couldn't believe it. And she knew who I was because we'd had a little bit of interaction on oh, Instagram why? and what have you. I said, uh, and she introduced me to Steve. Steve said, do you know each other? I said, yeah, Steve, I got, I've got border stalking you. So I've gone on to Kerry now. Obviously, it's not true. But, um, <laughs> I'll always stalk Steve more. And uh, oh, it was lovely. And she was lovely to me, genuinely. She was so kind because she knows I'm not an actor, you know. So brilliant. it was brilliant. It was such a great day. Dreams come true, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit more about Christopher Walken. Did you have any chance to interact with him or was it sort of, you know, because of COVID situation, you couldn't really spend some time together or? Yeah, totally that. And like I said, it was his first day on set. Mm. Uh, there was no like selfies and all that sort of stuff. And I didn't want to because I was a little bit nervous myself. You got to play it cool, mate. You got to play it cool. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because that what that would do that would just put everything on edge for that day. And let's be fair, mate. Bit. You don't you don't need a selfie with him. You're in a a sort of exactly. thirty second scene with it, or however long it is. Yeah. So uh, know, yeah, that, that beats any selfie. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be worried about that. But you did obviously have a have a picture with with Stephen. Yeah, his sister, because his sister was working on set as well. I'm probably friendly with his sister, Alex. Alex Merchant is from Hannam. She's a lovely girl, and she's she was so supportive. But I'm just about to do my lines, right, Patch? She comes up to me, and she, was, she does all, like, makeup and bits and bobs on Peach. Very arty and stuff. Comes up to me. You know what she says to me? Just about to do my line with Christopher Walken, Hollywood Oscar winner. Break a leg? Don't, don't fluff your lines, mine. <laughs> He says to me, don't fluff your lines. And I'm on, just about, to, I couldn't believe it. And uh, so that obviously I couldn't fluff me lines, could I? So there's, a, it was, it, there's a great scene with, uh, just after that, um, with Christopher Walken doing karaoke. Were you there for yeah. that? Yes, it was, the, I was in the pub. That was with Kerry, Kerry, um, Kerry Howard. Yeah. And um, that was amazing because it was, but it was, it was, like being in a bit of a like a pub, I'm dancing around now. If you can't see me, yeah. it was um, it was just like that. And the extra, all the other extras were brilliant. The music was good. Pussycat dolls were pumping out. That's right. And um, you know, Chris is. A, I want to get that shirt. That shirt he was wearing. I love that. It's probably been <laughs> sold now. But it, no, it was just an amazing, beautiful experience. And all the people on there are all nice and humble, and they're all very kind, like you know. And I don't know if they're all like that for the rest of the time, but it was on that day. Oh yeah. So was that actually filmed? In a pub, or was it a set? It was the George in Charampton. I think it's called the George. Is it George and Dragon? Okay. I think, yeah, on Charampton High Street. And, oh, and as you um, said before, it was in lockdown. So pe people were, like regulars, must have seen what was going on inside. And they were trying to get in. They thought it was a lock-in. They thought, <laughs> hang on, the booze isn't open yet. And they're in there having a drink. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. So I think the um, I think it's no secret that the sequel sequel or season two, mm. I'll say series two because otherwise Rich will get upset. That um, is being filmed now. Will we see the return of the Mac in that? Well, the that is the episode series two has all been done. All oh this, wow! It's all been filmed. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, I begged for a second role, but 
it was like too much. He thought, right, I've had, I give this guy his chance. He, that's <laughs> it now. So, but I, I can see a spin-off the, from that, from that two, from that two point five seconds, you know, bit of acting. I can see a spin-off. Like, remember Cheers? Fre- yeah. Fraser got a spin-off from Cheers, didn't he? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, well, uh, mate, who knows? That could be something that Stephen Merchant is writing as we speak. Um, <laughs> The, the the landlord you didn't have a name did you just the landlord i think just the landlord but i got credit on the end yeah that's got did. to go on the t-shirt that's got to go on the t-shirt isn't it luckily got, yeah, yeah long world records t-shirt i think yeah alphabetical wasn't it hsm was at the top mm. yeah have some of that oh, here mate. you go mr mr bent for my metal t-shirt from green May. never said i'd get anywhere <laughs> brilliant oh, oh mate uh, so let's give a quick shout out to your your social media handle so people can go and watch these videos that I've that I've been preaching about. Um, so just tell people where they can find out more about you and uh, your store. Well, like I said, I'm always grateful for your support, Patch, and, and we hit it off like a house on fire when we met. And you're so supportive of local people and things at Bristol and of which I'm one. So I'm always grateful, mate. You oh, and Rich, you, lovely people. Um, but it's, we're on uh, Facebook instagram and twitter and it's all just quite simple longwell records so if you're going in there is yeah. type in longwell records mine but well, mate, and mine. throw that back at you as well because when mike passed away who was one of the original three peeps back in may last year we had a commemorative t-shirt made which ian star friend of a mutual friend of ours actually designed printed yeah. and everything did everything for us um f- completely free of charge we we raised loads of money for prostate cancer uk actually no for st peter's hospice mm. um which was superb but you distributed them for us uh, again free of charge and also had them on your shop so they got some really good exposure on there so throw that back at you thanks for all your support as well oh thank you mate pleasure absolute pleasure well we'll leave it there um thank you so much for joining us uh ian and uh we'll be back very soon if you if you enjoyed this episode hearing about outlaws listen to the last episode frankenstein the outlaw because i spoke to Stu mclaughlin who was also in outlaws i think episode three and four as a policeman um so so do check that out there's he does a great impression of Stephen merchant um so have a look, listen back to that one but for now thank you ian and we'll be back soon take care cheers mate love his speech you patch all the best cheers thanks a lot white rose the feeling of home warm smiles crash and burn and the